But one of the most frustrating things about buying a house in this hot market is that you have no idea in a bidding war what other people are bidding. And so you just get keep climbing and climbing, trying to guess uh, what you're up against. It's a blind bidding system. And uh, Ray Wood is from Australia. In Australia, how they do it is they uh, auction off the house. It's an interesting process. I wanted to have him on the show to talk a little bit about it. He's here. Ray, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. How you doing? I'm uh, doing great. You're a former Australian realtor, correct? That's right, yes. And now you make your home in Toronto. I do. Yeah, I've been here for uh, nearly 10 years. Nice. Well, maybe fill us in on how housing auctions work in Australia. Okay. Well, long story short, I mean, not every pro- not every property is sold in Australia by auction. Uh, there seems to be this mis- misconception that everything is sold by auction. It is an option, a marketing option that agents in Australia use. So... Essentially, what happens is uh, if you plan you plan an auction campaign over, say, four weekends, starting on the first weekend with your open houses, and our open houses are normally 30 to 45 minutes, then uh, and you market the property with a with a price plus quote. For example, if you're anticipating the property to go from say 600,000 to 650, you'd probably quote it at 600 plus, and you appoint a time and a date and if all goes to plan, people turn up and bid, and uh, you make a sale. Wow, that seems uh, interesting. So they're sta- are they standing like on the front lawn, and they open the bidding at such and such an amount, and then everybody just uh, you know holds up the paddles type thing? That's exactly right. Yeah, or, or they hold up their hand. It's 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 pretty straightforward. All they need to do is uh, is to bid. A buyer needs to be pre-qualified so far as their finance. There's mm-hmm. no condi- there's no conditions to an auction contract. So. When the auctioneer says going, going, sold, um, the the seller knows that they've got an unconditional contract as long as the buyer signs the contract and pays the deposit and the buyer knows they've got a property. And so you would want to do your housing inspection in, in beforehand, before the yes. auction process yes. starts? Yeah. Well, many cases in Australia, the... The, uh, the housing report or the condition report of the property is actually supplied along with a summary of many sales in the area mm-hmm. because uh, it's a very transparent system in Australia, unlike here where a buyer can quickly find out what a property is sold for. Um, here you need to uh, hook up with an agent and they may or may not give you the results. Um, so, But in Australia, you can, you can quickly find out the results. And, yeah, you need to do your homework before. Uh, you need to get pre-approved finance. But um, I just heard an ad on 640 where where Royal Bank are offering uh, pre-approval for finance anyway. So you guys have already got that going on here. So that's one step out of the way. But yeah, it's a it's a very transparent, very clear system. It's interesting because I feel like people are setting up bidding wars anyways by doing the uh, process of marketing the house the way you say these auctions are marketed. Basically, you know, they're opening it up for viewing for longer. It's not a 35-minute viewing situation. But you are, you know, saying you can take a look at the house and then we'll, we'll open up the bids for we won't accept offers until this date and this date and that starts the frenzy and the bidding war now you think you have no idea with the way we do it on what you're bidding against you, you don't know if you should go uh you know five thousand higher or do i need to go you know fifty thousand higher but you would think this would this auction idea that you guys do in australia would decrease the housing prices because the bidding is transparent but it actually increases the price of the house is that not correct uh, well that's that's actually a hundred percent correct auction comes from I think it's the Latin word, auctio, which actually means to increase. So um, as opposed to starting, and let's take our six to 650 hypothetical property, okay? So 
if, if, if that was yours or my property traditionally here under the Canadian or under the Toronto system, what we might do is we might list that at 675, 695 if we're feeling lucky. Sure. And then buyers are free to make an offer wherever they like, normally underneath it in a, in a regular market. So in an auction situation where you're quoting it at 600 plus, it's totally opening up the market. So, so anybody looking in that range can come along and check it out. Because I think, Kelly, the, the important thing here, and this, this seems to be missed in, in the argument, is that there's really no recommended retail price on property. And property lives in this free market environment. If we were selling, say, a motor vehicle, we would be able to quickly, within minutes, work out the, the model, the year, the other specifics, uh, how many kilometres it's done. And we would know probably within $1,000 what that vehicle is worth. Property's not like that. So my question is, how can you fix a price on something that has no recommended retail amount? Yeah, it's it's interesting, but also it doesn't it doesn't depreciate the same way a car would. Well, well you know, no, but, but I mean, then that begs the question. And here's the difference with property: what else can we own that we need every day that actually increases in value? Mm-hmm. There's nothing. You know, you're also saying that I don't think that the uh, the selling agent gets as much money in Australia. Is that correct? The commission's lower. Normally, commission is anywhere between two and three percent. So, uh, and and in an auction scenario, normally 0.5 to one percent of the of the potential value of the property is invested by the seller on a marketing campaign. So, here's our six to six fifty property again. Uh, if I was marketing a property and expecting somewhere in the six hundreds, I'd be proposing to my client, the seller, that they spend somewhere in the vicinity of six to seven thousand dollars. On advertising, because I want to know on that auction day that I've got everything going for me as the agent. I've I've told the world what's mm-hmm. going on, and and here's another issue that I have a huge issue that I that I have with with the current system here in Canada, and this is this whole double ending deal, right? Is that um, and you know I, I'm I'm not targeting the industry. In, there there are some terrific men and women in, in real estate. And I think you have to hold the industry a little bit responsible for what's going on. Well, well, well here's, here's my point. Here's the thing. What's happening, I'm finding, and, and this is certainly the exception rather than the rule, mm-hmm. and, and other real estate commentators in the last few weeks have actually mentioned the same thing, is that uh, an agent is listing a property, and instead of releasing that property onto realtor.ca or mls.ca mm-hmm. or, or telling the world about it, in other words, they're keeping it very private. They're keep, keeping it very close to their chest. They might run an ad on Kijiji or something like that, or they might put a sign in the front yard. They might even send out an email to their buyers. But what they're trying to do is double-end the sale. So if they've, if they've done a deal with the seller at 5%, um, and the seller would normally expect that 2.5% would go to the selling agent, 2.5% would go to the buying agent, as we know the system. Yep. What they're trying to do is double-end the deal. And, okay, there are cases when that does happen and probably needs to happen, say in some rural, rural areas. Sure. But if, but if you or I were selling that property, we'd want every agent on the planet to know. There's, there's something like 75,000 um, uh, real estate professionals in the GTA, so I want everybody to know that, that my property's on the market so I can do the very best for my seller because when that time comes that I go to my seller with a price, whether it's by auction or otherwise, I want to say with confidence that, yes, we've marketed this property correctly and everybody's had an opportunity to know about it. So why do you think we haven't adopted this idea of open auctions? I think it's been a lack probably of education, a lack of understanding. Let's use our 6 to 650 
proposition again. What, what happens, I find, in new auction areas, and this happened in New Zealand nearly 20 years ago when they, when they I think there were only 1% of au- properties auctioned in, in New Zealand 20 years ago. Now it's towards 50%. Mm-hmm. But what they were doing was, let's use our 6 to 650 uh, hypothetical again, they were saying 650 plus, right, because, of course, the seller was trying to maximise it. But what they should have been saying is 600 plus. Right. So people were saying 650 plus, what does that mean? 700, 750? They were unsure. And there's there's another thing here that goes on is when somebody's if somebody is interested in a property and, and I don't know whether you know or whether your listeners know, but with an auction, there will come a time when the bidding has reached a price at which the auctioneer is authorized to sell. So he'll say something like, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to sell the property. The bid is here at six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. If there is no further bid, the property will be sold going once, going twice. And then everybody knows that all they need to do is say bid another five hundred or a thousand dollars, then they're they're going, and they're playing for keeps. Yeah, it's completely transparent. It's completely out in the open, and everybody can see exactly what's going on. Well, Ray, I appreciate you joining us uh, with this. You know, it's it's very informative, and it's an interesting idea. I want to open it up to the the phone lines now to the AM six forty audience and see what they think about the idea of maybe should we be adopting opening auctions here in Canada? I appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome, Kelly, and uh, may the force be with you. All right, and also with you. Hey, well, all right, sir, here we go there, and what are they going to give for? I'm at $600 down here now, 10 and now, 25 and now, 35 and now, 50 and now, 60, will they give me 60 now, 75, 75, another 85 dollars on the bond there. There was a boy in Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his ma when she told him he should go to school. He'd sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk, then pretty soon you'd find him at the local auction bar. The idea of auctioning off a house might seem absurd, but once we've talked to uh, Ray Wood, who we just spoke to, he's an, a former Australian realtor, and we found out how they do it in Australia, I don't know if it sounds so absurd now. I mean, we've got bidding wars going on right now. We've already got this frenzied buying situation. What if you knew what you were bidding against? It only seems fair. And so the idea of, you know, an agent actively marketing a house for three weeks or so, getting it out before everybody, so that everybody can see it, getting it out into the world, and then, uh, you know, opening up the house so you can take a quick look, and then uh, making sure that you've got the proper financing, and then you go ahead with this auction. You can see what people are bidding uh, when they're bidding against you. Do you like the idea, David? I do. I think it's great, and I've been saying it to all my real estate buddies for years that, first of all, I think bidding war should be illegal. Yep. And it's, it's an auction. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's an auction. So if you're going to auction a home, put it up for sale for a buck and let people bid on it, and you get, you're still going to get what you want. I mean, you read all these ads, sold for 400000 over asking price. Well, that's a bunch of hooey. Well, they listed it for a lot exactly. below asking as well, exactly. or the property, uh, the market. And that's exactly what they did. And what we've got in Toronto, I sold real estate back in the 70s when I was a young guy. Mm. And what we've created in Toronto is a false market. Everybody's home is worth more than their neighbors. I got a fence. I got a paved driveway. I got a new shingled roof. I got these windows. I, so by the time you get down at the end of the street, the home's $10 million, and the one at the other end of the street's only worth 300000 So by doing that and everybody demanding more and more and more, I mean, greed is what drives the world and the economy, so we have to understand that. But in real estate... Although I agree with a lot of what your Australian caller or, or Torontonian Australian mm-hmm. uh, has, has now said, 
I think there is a true and tried way of being able to evaluate a home. Mm-hmm. You know by square footage, the number of bathrooms, the number of kitchens, the number of bedrooms, what an approximate cost. You know what it costs to build homes. They're 150 to $210 or more, depending upon the home per square foot. So that kind of gives you a footprint as to what it should be at a, at a retail price. And then now it's what you're willing to pay. So to me, the people are spending a million dollars for a home. First of all, the government can't do anything about it. Mm. Greed is greed. The government's not going to be able to regulate this. Who are they to tell me I can't sell my home for $10 million? I might wait 10 years before I sell it, but somebody's going to come across or come along and, and give me that money for it. David, when you so, talk to your real estate agent friends and you say we should be doing this, this open auction uh, idea that they use in Australia, wh- what do they say? Well, of course, that's going to cut into their commission, isn't it? Because now the auctioneer's got to get paid. So <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, it all boils down to how much are you willing? You know, I, I, it's the same thing in business. You know, uh, years ago, uh, I used to, there was a TV program called The Naked City. And it talked about, it would, the camera would zero in on a guy walking down the street and it would say, there's 6 million people living in the naked city. And then the camera would zero in and say, and this is a story of one of them. Right. It's the same thing in real estate. You can only fool some of the people some of the time and charge some of the people all the time too much until people are going to be looking outside the city. And that's what's happening now. People are moving. Well, and I think it's not even about being fooled anymore, David. I I appreciate the call. I'm going to move on to Jack, but I think it's about the fact that they just can't afford it. Like it's not doable living in the city. Hey, Jack in Richmond Hill, welcome to the show. Hi. I don't know why it's so ambiguous in the first place. I mean, I think just to be transparent and have an open auction would be fair to everyone. And I think that the, the ambiguity of, of, of what you potentially are bidding against is, what, is what's causing all the all the prices to go up. Because in all honesty, uh, Kelly, I do have a lot of people in the real estate business, and they do speak amongst themselves what the offers are, even that's supposed to be, quote-unquote, verboten to do that. Hmm. So I just think that, you know, it's causing offers to be disingenuous. It's just causing chaos in the market. When I think, here's the home, here's the location, here's what it's going for, and just maybe not so much kind of make it like, uh, you know, the deep south going once, going twice, gone, but having, you know, that sort of same of narrative because this is what's driving prices going up because you don't know if you're outbid by $5,000 or by $500,000, really. I mean, when you're talking about bidding, you could be off by six figures. Yeah, it is frustrating. I know that you can go on MLS if you, you know, I mean, I'm married to somebody that works in the in the industry commercially and you can find out what a house sold for, but you won't find out all of the bids that were on it, which is, you know, tough when you're, you know, you could be, you know, $5,000 off the mark. But the, the problem that I find with that uh, idea of open auctions is the it, we're already in a frenzied situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be even more frenzy, frenzied because sometimes like people love to get a deal, even yeah. if it's, you know what I mean? I won. And, now and you've got the I won situation going on. The one thing I like about it that, that I just really prefer to the current system is that you have all the information available to you. You know who's making that bid. Or and you know how much they're going up by. No, but so, do, you, do you know how much? But you don't know where they started or how much they're going. You know what the other people 
In an, in an open oh, auction. Oh, an auction, yeah. In an open auction, um, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right, I'm saying okay, in an open it, yeah. auction, it's infinitely better. I'm always a proponent of any system that gives me the most information so yeah. I can make an educated decision on whether or not I'm going to go in with more money or how much more money I'm going to go in by. Agreed, because, you know, what happens is somebody goes, well, there's another offer on the table. We just got another mm-hmm. offer. So uh, could you go up a bit? Yeah. And so, so what if the like, offer is a hundred dollars more? Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, let's go ten. Yeah. Because you really want it. Well, bingo, that works for the the seller, but not really the buyer. And, and I always say, I like the current system as a seller, but as a buyer, I'd feel ripped off. And you know what? Once you sell, you usually have to buy again. Generally, so, yes. There you go.